Um, a piece from Revolba in his Sefer on Yom and the Royim. So it has a Parsha band and it has a Yom and the Royim band, so I think it's a, it's a nice combination of the two. Um, so the Torah gives us this command of so these nations, they would go to these various different forms of divination to divine what's going to be happening in the future, various different types of ways of doing that. Um, and the Apostle says you cannot do those different types of actions. And the Apostle ends with a, besides the Deloisa say that you cannot do that, the Torah says, and I say, of you should be talming with Hashem. So what does it mean you should be talming with Hashem? You should be totally bound with the Kodesh Baruch. You should also be some along the Tatam, the Torah describes Yaakov as there's, there's a simplicity to the relationship. It's not a complicated relationship. Rashi says, Al Takar do not try and figure out what's going to be happening. So Tomim a person is not busy trying to make all these different types of ways to figure out what's going to be. He's just as, he's more simplistic, simple. Whatever's going to be is going to be. You will be with the Kodesh Baruch So that will generate the relationship. Okay. We tend to think about the future more than think about the present. I mean, there is, there is a, a kind of person who's able to contemplate and try and, and strategize because he's trying to figure out what, what's going to happen and he gives an intelligent thought. Because said, the person who anticipates what's going to happen from his actions is Kochmo. So that's not a bad thing. So he said, no, no, that's not what's motivating the people. Because living in the world of actual reality is much less fun than living in the world of fantasy. Fantasy has no limits. Reality is very limited. So... One day I'm going to become a big Tamil Chacham, one day I'm going to be really rich. One day I'm, I, we have all these thoughts about what one day it's going to, because like right now I'm not very intelligent or very rich, you know. But one day I will be. So that's something which speaks to us. Chacham Rez and Erlen, Kamel the Chacham who looks into the future, the purpose is not to, to predict the future, the purpose is to understand what's going to be happening and therefore to strategize now in the Chacham what to do. He understands the implications of what he's doing. How the different things he's doing now impact are going to happen. So his, his understanding of the impact, both positive and negative, directs what he's doing now. So the purpose is not the future. That's just a way to figure out how he should live the hoiva. He should live the present. When it happens, don't worry about it. Right? There's this memory which, uh, like, it became like a chazal. It has the mind of being a chazal, even though it's not really a chazal. There's actually a sefer, which I haven't seen in years. They had it set in the tells. It was a sefer called Base Aaron. It was put out by a Tamil Chochem in New York. It was before the world of computers. He was Malakat Memori Mechazal, 
And all of the prostitutes about the Ulmer etc. Each and each, it's like with like 13 volumes, each one about this thick. It's heavy, you know, it's heavy safer. He also had a list of memoriam which, which people think are chazals, which aren't chazals. So if, under one of those uh, entries, which was not a chazal, he may have listed all, all, the, all, the, all the other ones out there. Like, um, so um, um, there's, there's a saying, which is, however I am, the past is gone. What's to mean the future is still not here? So right? what are you worried about? Right? That's, it's, it's from Nachman Bresley. It's not a chazal. Um, some some say some say it's an Ibn Ezra. I, I do not know what. Well, yeah, I know it's a song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There are miyachas to an Ibn Ezra. I can't say yes or no. I've never studied enough of Ibn Ezra to say yes or no. The whole thing did not interest me enough to actually look after look at look after and see it, see where. It, um, she says the the, the the person needs to be you need to live in the present. Right? The, the, the 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 future is just a world of fantasy, and that's not how a human being conducts their life when they're sitting constantly daydreaming. Um, I, 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 Revolve writes in a different place. He talks about he says a person will notice that when they daydream, they never daydream, daydream about now. All your daydreams, you know, when you're sleeping, you're sleeping, right? But your dreams, the daydreams, the guy sits there in class, you know, he's bored, he starts daydreaming. It's never about the hoiva. It's about what I'm going to do after school, or what I'm going to do in three years from now, or what was in the past. Because the hoiva is the hoiva, that's what you have to live in. That's, that's just plain, not fun, reality. So that's the future. Okay, so that's the this this expression. You're not supposed to be sitting there and trying to figure out what's going to be and thinking about it, etc. You live your life as it takes place, and you, that's where you're supposed to put your focus. Uh, on the from the other direction, we have pasuk kahelos. Says al termer mashahoya shayamim rishanim hoya termer eila kilo mechok mashal tazet. says. Don't say you know the past was one was, was better. So that's not chachma. And Chazal saying this that al yifta b'darik shmo b'dara in the chalel You know, once at a time there was real gedolim, and when Yisrael used to be led by great leaders, and you know, once at a time things were better, and it was once at a time it was like wonderful, and nowadays ah, never, you know, I say this all the time, but um. Right? <laughs> um but Chazal say no, that's that's incorrect. Spending your time thinking about how good it used to be is an is, is an unintelligent thought process. That which people prefer to think about the past than focusing on the present, Kahala said that's not intelligent. So, so basically, we're left like this. Um, uh, so let's think about that for a second. There's a certain rose-colored definition of the past. It's already existing. He knows what it is. We, we don't like living in the world of uncertainty. We don't like 
grappling with uncertainty. So whatever it was, was. I, I, whether it's good or bad, it limits it, whatever it is, but at least I know what it is. I feel the clarity. It's happening now. What exactly is going to happen is not clear. Because the only way it's going to come clear is when it happened already. So I'd rather think about what I've accomplished already than focusing on now, which I'm not sure what the results are going to be. And what happens is that not only do you just prefer it, but it becomes the focus and you sort of ignore what you need to do now by feeling good about focusing on the past. So If a person's thinking about the future, that's a lacking of being tummy with the Kodesh Boros. It's lacking of this, this, this connection to Kodesh Boros. Having this, this desire to the past, this connection to the past, um, remember he had this aura once now obviously he's not saying that a person doesn't use the past as a guide to the to, to the a person sometimes uses the motivation i see how much i've accomplished that i can accomplish more so again but the focus over there is is the hover and the omar is a vehicle to help me in the hover that's that's not negative that's not that's not something which he sees is is inappropriate He's saying when the person just sits there and again the, the daydreaming, you know, it used to be really good. I used to be I used to be such a big masmid. And I remember I learned the Basekta and said, I was such a Tamachokhan. You know, I okay, what are you now? I'm not such a big master. I don't learn, I'm not this every Tamachokhan, right? But it's much more fun to think about what I was once upon a time than think about right now, because now it means I have to work. Right. Um, I once had this aura, there's a uh, there's a Yid in Cleveland. Uh, from Shoshana, so he has a machon called machon Ofek, and he he's put out multiple kisuyad and various different. It used to work. Machon Yishalayim. First form he put out were machon Chushven Adavim Masatis Psachim. He he did the work on that. Um, there is a, a Yad Rama on Kitten, which was he was did the work on that. There's a Yad Rama on. Kedushin, which he did, did the work on that, he had the same Kedushin Ruan, and neither that he did, he did the Ribbon and Tarskahanim, the multiple, multiple things. Like each time a Sefer would come out, like I would see, like, you know, he would have this, like, short celebration, we accomplished a Sefer, and then he was back to the next the next project, you know, like, boom, into the next project. So the feeling good about the, 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 the accomplishment was uh, motivation, okay, let's, let's do the next one. As opposed to, you know, wow, we really we put a lot of swarm. It's like really geschmack. Look at all the, we have a whole bookshelf. He has it. He has in his house the place he has a bookshelf with all the swarm that the, the machon has put out. So it's a very beautiful thing to see. Look what you what you brought to buy yourself. I have a chaver works to them. He says, you know, in some ways his work. He's a bigger rebbe than many Rebbe, most rebbe mekliyso because whatever he's doing, there's a large segment of mekliyso is using much more than any rebbe's impact to have an individual person. Uh, that was his thought process. Right? So, but the point of that is not, to, therefore, I can just sit back in my laurels. The point is, I appreciate what I've done, but therefore, let's do more. Um, we do find where the future um, is, the, is defining the, the present. 
The reason why he's killed is not because what's going to be in the future, because the future doesn't exist yet. You can't kill him based on the future. So what shot you kill Ben Sarah Al Shem It means now in the present is this element of whatever it is which is rotten, which will eventually produce the, the, those those results in the future, and therefore the key of meets is for what's now. So the, 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 the judgment is not on the future. The judgment is on the hoiva. So it has terrible little gloss, the scale over, a little bit of hoiva, the maloisa, avoid focus on the hoiva. So that's where your that's where your that's where your avoid is. Because in Rosh Hashanah, Eno has broken down as an automatic feat, Shoshu Emenbo. The more so the fascinating idea, the Russian does not judge a person, only judge a person according to the time that he's at. Shemar. So now, in Ali Shur, in Chelakalaf, when he discusses this piece, he actually he actually expands on this. So what the Gemara Shoshana says that over there the stories are for describing Yishmael that the Rebbeim saved Yishmael. The Malachim complained that that the Bnei Yishmael in the future are going to going to kill Chayyusel. So he says, well, what is he now? Now he's a tzaddik. So he's he's saved. So he's not judged based on the future. That's the 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 point that the Bible brings out. But Rebel points out that the Ben Hanan over there on the page brings from the Yushalmi. The Yushalmi says the same thought in regards to the past. So you're not judging the future, you're not judging the past. So you come to Rosh Hashanah, you're not judging the past. So you're not judging the past. You're judging right? The Rosh Hashanah is you take out your year. Uh, you know, simplistically, you take out the year, the big, big scale, over there in heaven, whatever that means. They put all of your avayers, all your mitzvahs. The whole judgment is on the past. Right? You say, well, the das Torah is that that's not what defines a person is the past. So what is it, why would you judge on the past? So Yishama says, you're not judged on the past. So what are you judged on? Right? If you're not judged on the future, you're not judged on the past, then what are you yes judged on? He says, Zenormoit, the Russian judges you. You are a conglomerate of everything you've done in the past that defines who you are. Right? You, the, the, what will happen in the future is found inside of you. That's you. That's you're judged. What are you? So I can look at my past and say, you know, my past was negative. I'm going to change who I am. So then you're not judged of the past because that's not you anymore. You've used that as a vehicle to change. So you've, you're a different person. So then the past is irrelevant in your judgment, or some of the past is relevant in your judgment, or the past has given you wisdom. Or the past has helped your judgment. If you do not think like that, so then what you are now is an extension of what you were in the past. So therefore, the judgment is not on the specifically on that that point in the past. Specifically, it's how it's impacting you now. 
So if a person thinks about it means the, the, the moment of presence is a very is all that's really relevant. What are you? Um, I said a shmuz about this uh, I probably spoke about it sometime since you guys are here. Um, there's a medrash Parshas Hazinu it says no. And now, so the so the the um, Medrash says that ain't batal tshuva. The word batal now means tshuva. Medrash of Parshas Bereishis says the same chazal. Says ain't batal tshuva now means tshuva. He says Russian comes out of Mauritian. I've said this over before. Right? Why was Hunter Rishon kicked out of kicked out of Gan Eden? Because he was he couldn't have um, he tree said, of life. He would live forever. Right? Why? Because he didn't take he didn't take a Christ. He blamed God. Why Hunter Rishon? What did he get kicked out for? Because they made to us, right? That's the standard answer most people give. That's not what the pasuk says. So the matter says. That that there's eight sechayim in the in the gan the gan, but pen yishlok yodai v'alchal v'chayil olam v'yigarish Hashem. He wasn't kicked, he wasn't kicked out for eating from eitz adas. He's kicked out because he might eat from eitz sechayim. That's what pasuk says. But the matter says, but you said, yeah, you're good. Yeah, I told you that. Yeah, I, 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 I told you that. <laughs> right, but the, the matter says there's a conversation. The version says, The version says to Adam, do tshuva, and the tshuva. Adam says pen. Pen means loy. Pen, he pen ba'al means loy. He says, no, I'm not going to do tshuva. He says, okay, yishloch he's going to take the Yitzchakim, I have to kick him out. So that's the weirdest conversation in the world. The version comes and says, do tshuva. No, 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 I'm not going to do tshuva. So what does he mean by tshuva? Means, what, what does he mean by tshuva? Means tshuva. I think what the Chazal is saying is this Nakuda. Sometimes the past weighs you down. You're really ready to change. You're ready to become a different person. You're really ready to make your hoiva different than your avar. You feel so weighed down by the past, you feel that you can't change. So vato is tshuva, because the person is not really the person is not really judged on the past. He's judged on what he is now. If you could actually define yourself and saying whatever I've done until now does not have to define me, it's now. You can actually live in the now and not be stuck in the past. That, that's shuva. You're, then you're a different person. So if I want to suggest that Adarishan says, I can't do that. I don't feel that right now I have the ability... I don't understand, you know, if you want to go to the psychological analysis of automation, I, I'm not sure I should or shouldn't, but I, so you give, you're given one mitzvah, you're, you're a Navi, you have direct the wolf from a Kaddish Baruch, you have a, a clear awareness of a, of a Kaddish Baruch, which is beyond anything which we can understand. You're, you're given one mitzvah, and within a few hours you blow it. They, they can't fill it. Um, you're told that because of that you're going to die. 
Whereas before, so now you were immortal. I don't know what it means to be like immortal, but it's probably not kishmak to be changed from being immortal to being mortal. But not only for yourself, for your children and your grandchildren. And all the generations, all of the billions of people who want to face the earth are all because you made this, this action. They're all affected by you. Right? So where there is a person made a decision, wrong decision, decides to press the button and send a nuclear bomb. So billions of people were killed out because of it. He says, you know, okay, let's see, that was the past. You know, just let's move, just move on, you know, with, you know. What do you mean just move on? And the, the, the whole source of Bria Kabbalistically changed. And other reason was aware of that. So everything changed because of his action. And Rishi says, about taught, no, do And Rishi says, I, I can't. I, I can't let go of the past. But the Russian apparently is saying to other regions that there's there's ability of human being to do that. If he had done that, he would still be in Ganadin. It's it's a mind-boggling thing. That we get we get stuck in the past. The past is relevant as much as because it helps define you, but you're not you don't have to do that. You can let go of the past. And that's the challenge of Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is a Milo, because Be'etzim, we, we look at our existence as a, as, as a continuation. But the reality is it doesn't work like that. The reality of the person's existence is given in, in parcels of time. So the more as is a person given, the, 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 the judgment is every day, every, every, every hour. But we're, we're, we're approaching it from the judgment of a year. So that means a Rosh Hashanah person is given a parcel of time of a year. And then the next Rosh Hashanah is given a parcel of time. So the existence that you have on Rosh Hashanah, Tavshin Pei Gimel, is not a hamshik of what was beforehand. It looks like it. The Rosh Hashanah it look like it. But the reality is it's a brand new existence. So that, if a person starts at a new moment, it's, it's a very auspicious time to let go of the past. Because reality is you're not, you're not the same person as you were beforehand. That person, his right to exist ended at the end of Chavtes El, Tavshin Pei And there's a new lease on life. A person can imagine, right? A person does certain things wrong, etc. He gets very sick, ends up in the hospital, they had multiple surgeries, etc. They save his life. He walks out as a miracle and he says, you know what? I saw what my, my previous life did to me. I got a new lease on life. I'm going to start over again. Well, that's what Rosh Hashanah is. Rosh Hashanah is a new lease on life and you start over again. But we don't look at it because we look healthy, we look fine. We, we don't really see that really what happened is we sort of ended and the rush of the TSMASIM and gave it back a new life. So, yeah, I'm going to send the guys before us. I'm stuck. Now, anybody told you it means that, that Sarbanayar so and Shari Chuvo, um, he talks about the, the two primary elements of Chuvo. He says the two primary elements of Chuvo are is Karata and Kabbalah Lahabu. Is that the person should ch- ch- correct it and he should regret it. He says, so what's the order of, 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 of what's the order of operations? Which one goes first? He said the past. If a person is 
a person was his he one time did something wrong. So so Batsim he's a good he's on a good path. The main thing is to work on your charata, to, to realize how how dangerous what he did was, how bad it was, etc. That'll keep him away from doing it again. A person who's misyatsal derechloitoyv talmid, a person who's in, in, a, in a bad way, the first step is stop. Karata you'll deal with later. Just stop the process and start over again. Rebbe is a saver called Sarda Tshuva. Or this different version was called Yisarda Tshuva, Sarda Tshuva, foundation of the secret of Tshuva, the foundation of Tshuva. And he says this point, he says, the people feel that the weight of their bearers holds them back. He says, my, the way I'm telling you the tshuva, he says, is look at today, you were born today, you're, you have no hemshek to put beforehand. And all of your bearers are gone. And today I'm going to do it right. He says, that's the secret of tshuva, he says. Tshuva is that we're not, the, we're not defined by our past. Now the judgment is of the past. That's only as much as we let ourselves be defined by that. Now, now it's not easy to do that, because the reality is we are defined by our past. The decision that the future is going to be different than the past, and we're going to do, use our life better, use our time better, and more wisely, is easy to say, but it's not so easy to implement, because we're sort of stuck in our patterns. So the process of tshuva is to stop being stuck in those patterns. Don't let the past define you. Let the hoiva be who you are. And stop defining yourself by the past. And that's what the Revolve was saying. Okay, that's, that, that's like the introduction of what I wanted to get to. <laughs> if you ever listen to Rabbi Victor Miller's and Sal's, his Chumashurim, he would do that sometimes. Like, he'd speak for like 40 minutes and say, now we've finished introduction, now we'll get to our topic. <laughs> like, you know, like really, you know, like... He says a fascinating piece over here, this next stage. A little bit, um, think about the, the connection. So uh, that uh, So the shame, the shame of uh, uh, which is written Aleph and Hey and then Yud and then Hey is one of the, the shames of Kadosh Baruch which is not camping Nimchak. It's one of the shames of the version which is considered has a kedusha to it. It's one of the shames of Hakim of Kadosh Baruch Hu. Moshe Rabbeinu asked the Kadosh Baruch what name should I tell Kol Yisrael? Um, and he says, she says, this is the name, but he says it's a double language. Mershes, right? But then, then he says it only once. Rashi b'shem Chazal, imam imam I'll be with them uh, in in the the in Mitzrayim. The same way I'll be with them in all of the future difficulties. Versus, listen, you know, who are you? The same way I take care of you now, don't worry, I'll take care of you and all of the, all of the stories you have in the future. Like, do we have to discuss stories in the future right now? Like, you know. Um, so what's the massive matim is it? What does it mean that the Russian's name is Ekiya? I will be. What does it mean I will be? Um, so first step, he wants to let's make a warning label of what we're talking about. We talk about Hashem of Hashem. What does that mean? You know, it's it's a, some way to sort of describe some element, essence of, of, of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Well, we can't describe the essence of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Our minds can't grasp that. 
the actual the reality of Baruch Hu is beyond uh, our mind to comprehend. And, we, and we're not allowed to think, try to try to do that. A shame is a way to describe something. Right? It's, it's some we have. We're labeling something. Says so you can't label the Kodesh Baruch The human mind cannot label the Kodesh Baruch It's beyond our comprehension. But Rak, he said, "Mash Avrei Olam Rotzel Ha'Iskashel Olam." Said your son Yisbarach was that nit on the cross of Hashem. But the Bereshim has expressed an interest in having a world. He expressed an interest in having an interface with a man. From that vantage point, that where the Russian wants to interface with us, he, he in that way we we, rec- we we have some level of, of recognition of it. That's what it means. That that's the shame of Hashem. Shame of Hashem is a way to say that's some element of recognition of a Baruch that we have, and we 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 describe that with a name. Um, I've told you over countless times the the, the Ebenezer, which connects the word shame to the word shom. Right, so. Um, and I asked her to get some information about her. She says, you know, so it's not describing him. You know, he's, he's he's about five foot five foot eight, five foot nine. He has you know, he has black hair. He wears glasses. I'm not sure who you mean, Reuven. Oh, oh, I know who Reuven is. So Reuven is the, the name is the way to point. There he is. We can't see a Kodesh Baruch Hu, but the way the Bereshit interfaces with us is something which we can notice. That's a way to point and say, there he is. So shame is a descriptive way to describe some way that we are something which you understand about the Baruch Okay, servant son of Leah's Makusher, Imam Nibram, who said a shame, Ekiyashayakiyah. created the world for a purpose. Um, he, the Russian wants to have a relationship with a man. That is why the Russian created the world. So that's, that's referred to as the Rotson. The, 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 the source of the creation of the world is Hashem's rot to have a world. So the Shem Havaya is, once the world exists, the Hashem is the source of the Havaya. But even before that, in a certain sense, what generated the world was the Ratzin to have the world. Meaning there's a world. So the Shem Ekiya is the name which describes, I will be. I will have this relationship with, with man. So the Hashem's Ratzin, desire to connect to the world, is... Is, imba- is embodied in the, the Shem Ekiya. That's why it's referred to in the, in the Swarm, Ekiya is the, is the, is, is, is the caster. It's the highest Madrega of the series. It's the source of everything. It's even higher than the Shem Avai. Okay. So, but now, who has Shagilam Avari Yisbarach, the Mosher Ben Olavashon, the Yagalisok, Shitsana Yisbarach, Liyas Karblonu, Mitzabra Sanazel, Yia Karblonu, Mikol Tsaru. So, so why is it why is it expressed in the in the Kud of Tzora? So that was something like I was I asked her about him today. I was curious to say why is in the Kud of Tzora the place where this expression of versus desire to be with us is embodied, right? Versus with us in Tzora, versus with us in many things, with us in symptoms, right? So a Tzora is a thing of the fact that there's some elements of a distancing from Kodesh Baruch When you're with Kodesh Baruch, everything is wonderful. A tzara is to think of that there's something wrong which needs to be corrected. So you're sort of as a word. So now if the Russian an avid is someone you have no relationship with when, the, when the, it goes, it sours, it's done. With a child, it, that doesn't exist. 
So even though we're in a state of tzora, i.e., we're in a state of that there's some elements which has soured the relationship, I will be with you still. That's the greatest expression of the person's desire to be with man. That's the purpose of the Bria. So the shame Ekiya, I will be with them in the Torah, no matter when and no matter how it happens, as much as you're going to, as it were, damage the relationship, I will still be there for you, is the greatest statement of how much a person wants to be connected to mankind. Okay. Um, um, so, under Kruzik, in the paragraph, the is not it's not time bound. The concept of the Saman doesn't expect Baruch. The Bershim is infinite. When the Bershim comes in the moment of Yeshua, which is a, is, a, is a moment of existence, and expresses his desire that he wants to be with Christ no matter what, which is the description of a, a, a infinite connection. The infinite connection of, of the brush of desire is expressed in the moment of the Yeshua. That's, so the Netzach and the Rega um, are so, sort of are intertwined in, in interface at that moment. So it's a fascinating thing. The, the, the word Nitzachan and the word Netzach are the same word. Right? So the Netzach is, is something which is forever. It's infinite. It's it's, it's it's forever. It's netzach, and that generates an itzochen in this moment. That in the tzar that we have, the bershom, as it were, oh, oh, we overcome that 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 we we win. Right? The nitzochen is rooted in that. Um, we live because we want to be zayichet to have. The, the future of Netzach, lost in love, etc. But of Netzach, of the Malami Yitzchak said, but we can't live in the world of Netzach. But Rosh Hashanah says, "Man, I'm iskalak to regoyim." Karega berega, who am soyli iskalos a Netzach. It comes out that every moment of life that we live, the Rosh created a phenomenal concept that every moment of life, when we see Rosh Hashanah with us, no matter what, what we're really seeing is we're seeing the Netzach expressed in the moment. So every moment is a, even though it's a moment, is a piece of of, of the infinity of of, of zman. Um, the person will be no matter what. So we we don't that idea that whatever's going to happen is, is going. That idea that it's 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 guaranteed forever, we can say the words. We don't really know what that means. We don't live in that that type of concept. We live in the moment right now. The Bershom is here, so we live in the Ekiya expressed in this moment. So that's what Moshe Rabbeinu says. Kaiso can't handle this. He says you're right. I've just given you an understanding of what it really is the reality. But you should talk Kaiso. I'm with you for this moment. So, the Mila of the focus of the moment as opposed to the future, is the moment, is the moment, is, is, this, is the Mokam is the that's what you said before. The moment is something which is the reality that we actually live in. The moment is also the Matan of Baruch that we can find the Kodesh Baruch that moment. I, you don't find the Kodesh Baruch in the future. 
You find the Kodesh Baruch in the past. You find the Kodesh Baruch in this moment. You feel his presence. That's when you find the Kodesh Baruch. But the Kiddush is that, that that is that the future is being brought into the present. That's what he's trying to say. I think. Okay. Mani flam v'fizeh b'dimri v'risak lili b'mechilta b'shalach. Ilo alomri yisrael alayam Hashem melech elam v'ed lohaisa umer uloshen shalatiz b'em loylam. Hashem yimloch lelam v'ed losilam. So, the Mechilta says, Kleiso said, Hashem yimloch lelam v'ed. It will happen. If Kleiso, at the moment of the Yeshua of Kriyas Yamsuf, had seen a Kodesh Baruch with such a clarity, that they realized from this moment that the Bershom is, is with them with such a clarity that it may well be with them forever. But they would have understood the future from the prism of the present as opposed to it will happen in the future the Mashiach would have come. They would have created that, the reality of the future here. But they put the reality of the future there means they didn't absorb in the reality of the moment how much the Baruch was really with them. How much the Bershom was controlling the world. The Russian is the Melech forever, but I see it in the present. That's what Christ was missing. If we can use the Rega properly, this moment properly, and, and truly commit to the reality, we we establish the relationship with the Kodesh Baruch Hu that it can't it can't it can't be budged because we're using the zman of of the present for what it's there for, and that's the the, the Rosh Hashanah the Bria and gave us zman to allow us to live in this moment and use it properly. So we would have done that and use that as a moment of that would have resulted that there's not there's not the future is guaranteed. They said Hashem Yimloch. Okay. She so says, we don't write to say this. We're way beyond this to say such a thing. But, um, we, can't, we can't make a ton of that like this. Chazal said that we can't make this up. Right? We, we have no right to do, say such a thing. Right. Um, a, a crude marshal. Right. Um, you have a very wise father who understands his child. He's very rich, very, 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 very powerful, very rich, etc. A lot going for the father, etc. And he's worried about his son. This son is going to be just relying on his father's wealth, etc. He's not really going to develop until he's supposed to develop, etc. So the father puts his sons through a, a series of situations, etc., which will force him to work, to, to grow, to be challenged, not rely on his father, etc. But in every situation, the father is, 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 is pulling the scenes behind to make sure that it works out as best as could be possible for his son while challenging the son at the same time. Part of what the father wants to accomplish in that process is that the son should develop and grow. Part of this, the, father, the father also wants that the son should realize that the father cares about him enough that he's giving him all the tools he needs to be successful. If at the moment when the child has that hatzlacha, and, and the difficult, he overcomes the difficulty. He realizes how much his father is taking care of him. He's giving him that. that then the, the, the whole purpose of the process is done. He's guaranteed that the father will take care of him forever because the process is done. If he pushes it off, yeah, one day I'll figure that out. 
means he hasn't really absorbed the lesson totally. It means he hasn't, but, but, but what Revolve was saying is that he put this process of, of the, in, specifically in the concept, the human beings learning how to use the present properly. One day I'll, I will do X, you know. You know, you know, when he says, you know, hey, if you do it first, yeah, I'll, I'll, one day I'll, I'll, I'll help you, you know. I mean, in fundraising, it's, it's usually not very, very, uh, when, I, when, I, when I make my big deal, I'll give you a big donation, you know. Uh, you know, I made a big, you know, but when I, when I make the next big deal, that's usually how it, how it works from the vantage point of a fundraiser. So says, I'm here right now. I'm going to do as best as I can. I'm going to do the, give, give, it, give it all right now. That's the guy you want on your team. The guy who says, you know, one day I make the big deal of, I've, I've had some of those people still waiting for their, their checks. And they promised me, uh, you know, in the same time, no matter what, they had, sure, guarantee you, etc. The Bershom gave fascinating cheshivas to the Zman of Lehoiva. One day I will do it. That's not, a, that, that's not, one day the Bershom will be Melech Lelam Boed, Shkoyach. And I can't say it like that, Loshan. That's a tremendous Madrega, Shem Melech Lelam Boed, right? But that Bershom wanted more from Klaus. They wanted to understand that the, 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 the present has the power of the whole future in it right now. And the Kabbalah's Machos that you can do with the present can define what your future is going to look like. How well you understand who you are and what your strengths are. You don't feel diminished and bound by the past. You're not worrying about the future. You're just using the present as, as best as you can. That will be the, what, the, what the din is about. That, that, that's the Nukur he's talking about. It's, it's a fascinating connection. He has this whole Nukur of, of, of Rega and Netzel coming together, which the rest of the pages are dealing discussing, trying to elaborate on that. So um, you have homework. Take it home and figure it all out. Okay, very good. <laughs>